Hello and welcome to this episode of the We Pay For Your Floor podcast. I'm Phil. I'm Andy. And I'm Sarah. Oh yeah, and there's him. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant star. Brilliant star. Today on the podcast we have my arch nemesis, um, my brother Matthew. Say hi. Hello. Hello. I know it's such a womb share, but that sounds weird, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, I know. Isn't that work? Is that like a timeshare? No, a timeshare? <laughs> <laughs> no, they just split the rent. Matt, Matt, how did you feel about your share of the time? Mama. <laughs> <laughs> He's now regretting coming on this. <laughs> your timeshare of womb. Oh, right. Well, I didn't want to leave, did I? No, you didn't, so... yeah. Of course they then. No, he's just lazy twat. Hey! Hey, for all we know, the room service could be magnificent. That's true. But all three of us then looked at the laptop, waiting for you to argue back, and nothing came. Well, <laughs> <laughs> to get away from your time in the womb, today we shall be discussing yeah. how to get blood out of your tablecloth. Oh, very important. But, Sarah on all about that. <laughs> a lot of true crime. A lot has. of true crime. Surprisingly, you don't want to use bleach. But before no, that, Sarah, mm. how is your floor? Uh, emotionally unstable. Uh, needs a lot of therapy and has been through a lot, quite frankly. Again. 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 <laughs> it, it is one COVID's of those... been a rough time for us all, especially on carpet. <laughs> It's one of those months that you know, has days. It so is one of those months with days. This is happen. very true. How's your what? floor, Matt, out of interest? Creaky, uh, well used, and stained. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me, Grant. I love a stained floor. <laughs> <laughs> Horizon, horizontal. There you go. 
There you go. Horizontal PT. That's what the therapy that my floor Horizontal PT. <laughs> Ten minutes later to answer your question. Oh, God, the joke died. <laughs> Sorry. It's the Pride episode. Yay! 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 As two thirds of this podcast are homosexual. Sparkly. 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 Unicorn. Yeah. Uh, as two thirds of this podcast are homosexuals. Uh, me being one of them. Well, me being three of them, apparently. And you having the big dick. You're, you're practically a homosexual <laughs> practically in itself. Homosexual. You fuck men. I'm technically gay in a woman's body. Yeah, you fuck men. That's it, true. Oh, they fuck me either way. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> well, you're right. You're big dick Sarah. But anyway, as, the, as two thirds of this podcast are queer... We decided that we should do a Pride episode. Since it is currently Pride Month, how have you all been spending your Pride Month so far? I haven't left the house. True. Still bloody COVID. Yeah, we're still COVID. Yeah, we are still COVID. Have you two done anything, Matt? Not in that way. Don't be. No. Please, it's my brother. The answer to both of those questions is unfortunately no. Maybe this weekend. No, the um, the the week has been spent so far closeted that Mr. Tumnus had to help me get out. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we should probably clarify why why your brother is here today. Yes, um, my brother uh, is uh, well, literally today. <laughs> no, not even today. Literally about fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, please, please describe uh, if you want to describe yourself to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to put it. How do you say? Introduce yourself. Yeah, introduce yeah, yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah, sorry, those are the words. Oh, okay. Um, I pretended for a while <laughs> um, to be straight, and now I'm not. That sounds. That is. That's poetry. Poetry in my. I feel like we're at an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. <laughs> you are the most supportive sibling. No, I am not. No, no, no. I think that's why Matthew didn't come out for a very long time because our family, um, if we spot any weakness, we immediately attack it. And it is um, a point of taking the piss, um, taking the piss, <laughs> and taking the piss. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call not being straight a weakness. No, no, no. Um, I don't, how would you put it, Matt? How would you put it? Um, I mean... <laughs> Horsey! I mean, it took, yes. Nay. <laughs> it took me so long is because of school. So, oh. Okay. If I may ask, at what age did you have an inkling or know that you maybe were not heterosexual? At the start of secondary, the end of primary. Oh wow! wow. That's quite a while ago then. Quite, yeah, that's quite young. It was about the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I realise I'm saying that, and I was probably around the same as well. Yeah. Maybe slightly later because I grew up with, and I just want to clarify before I say this. Uh, not that my family listens to this, I don't think they even know it exists. But like, <laughs> um, I do want to clarify before I continue that my immediate family, for the most part, are a lot better and absolutely mm-hmm. fine with everything. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was living in a situation where uh, I had and do kind of have a very, very 
uh, old-fashioned, set-in-his-ways um, grandparent mm. who does not, even to, even now, does not take too kindly to, you know, queer matters. Mm. Um, queer matters. And then my, uh, yeah, and then my, I said, my, my mum has always been fine with it, never mm. had an issue. And my dad's a lot better now, mm. which is nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it took me a little bit longer to realise, just because maybe not to realise, but definitely to come to terms with it. Because there was a long time where I was like, no, 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 I can't be, because you know this, this, and this, like they'll hate it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Even though you know at the end of the day, there's nothing you can really do about it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think um, Matt. Oh, just going back, sorry to what Matt was saying and what I was saying. Not weakness is not the word. I just think at, at our house we like to take the piss out of each other, don't we, Matt? Yeah, yeah, and um, that obviously didn't help with different matters. No. Such as not wanting to come out of my room. Thank yeah, you yeah. Hello, hello, hi, mom. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, things like in- introvert and stuff like that. No, mm. not weakness, but yeah, uh, that's our that's our coping mechanism. That's, that's our our love um, language. Yeah, we, I was literally saying it to Brad on the way home today. Yeah. Um, his his sister when we were leaving his mum said um oh i love you so much blah 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 blah. and on the way home i turned to him and i went right you know when you meet my sister you're gonna think that we hate each other because she's literally gonna call me every name under the sun then give me a middle finger and fart in my face he's literally detailed every conversation we've ever had And that's that's her saying I love you so much. And that's that's how we do it. And yeah, that's what you do to me. Well, it's yeah, nice to know that whenever you fart in our flat, it's a sign of affection. <laughs> it's, it's a love puff. Probably the first one I've called Phil on the regular. Did you start with that? <laughs> That's how we that's how we be, isn't it, Matt? That's how we be. And I can understand why then coming out as as a uh, I can't believe it's not gay and then an actual gay. Um being <laughs> an actual gay made of gay. As opposed to a metaphorical gay. Sexual. Meant no offence by any means there, but to anyone. Um uh, I can understand why that would be difficult because um the the immediate uh, it's acceptance in our family is immediate acceptance there is no question about it but our immediate response would be i love you but you look like a twat (laughs) (laughs) in all fairness from what you have said it sounded like your like your family took it fine well i think they did what do you think that's my point yeah well if you don't mind us asking was not no 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 The, the plan was to not give them chance um, because oh, yeah. obviously, like I was saying, the main reason that I didn't come out till um, after school was because of school. Mm. Um, at the time, I thought that as a just as a survival tactic, mm. um, not to come out because the people that were openly gay in our school um, were actively bullied Aww. daily. Hello, that's awful. Yeah. So. So obviously, seeing that I didn't obviously want that happening to me, so yeah. uh, I waited until I didn't know anyone from school to see them ever again, and then and that's when it happened. But also, um, I was um, 
just scared of disappointing dad. Oh. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, because our side of the family, mm. uh, the lineage, the yeah. young surname um, stops at me, essentially. Yeah. Um, if you get, if you get married. Yeah, I, important to dad. I, it's important, yeah. I just, um, again, if, if you don't mind me just, uh, just putting in here, I completely understand where you're coming from because one of the few arguments I ever had with my dad about my sexuality, this was back when he wasn't quite as um, okay with it, was literally that he um, got very... I can't remember. We were watching... I think we told you this story. We were watching Big Brother, of all things. Don't ask why. We were into very trash TV yeah, at one point. <laughs> Gemma and Tim are playing with a lemon in a sock. But no... Um, and I remember there was a gay guy. I think it was called Dan. He I, actually, yeah, he was called Dan. He's now married to Rylan Clark, oh. and he was a policeman, but he retired to going to Big Brother because he really, really wanted to. And he, I can't remember what was happening. He was on screen. He was doing something, and um, he was talking about the fact that um, I think it was his dad's biggest disappointment was the fact that he wouldn't get grandkids from him. Uh, and then my dad decided that was a good time to pipe up about that and I just want to clarify again for anyone whoever the fuck actually listens to this my dad is a lot better now I just want to clarify this before I continue with the story that he's a much better person now than he was back then um he um got very angry about the fact that I wouldn't give him grandkids that or I wouldn't give him grandkids and I wouldn't be able to pass on the family name even though if he knew me at all back then he would have known that I wasn't having kids anyway because I can't fucking stand them <laughs> is that what you that's the point you were getting at Matt is about uh, not having kids well uh, no because mum um, actually did make a little snide comment um, shortly after saying that she wanted grandkids and oh, yeah. I shut down straight away by saying that that Adopting or surrogacy isn't out of the question. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. See, at least so, you have at least you have that option. Yeah. I just don't want them at all. No, Even really. if I was straight, I don't I, think I would, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I cannot stand him. I no. can't stand him. But I'd think, you know, if you know what, if they were mine, I could scotch him myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I've spoken before to to Sarah, not on the podcast, but the reason I, the, one of the reasons I I never want kids. Partially is that I just hate the fuckers. <laughs> Secondly, is that I... Yeah, it's not. If you're a kid, please go away. We don't want you here. Um, I I would be a terrible dad. I would be a terrible parent because I do not have the patience. You drink at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> when they're three. No, seriously, right? This has been the sort of dad I am because I am a very impatient person. As you probably both can attest to, I do not have the patience oh, for oh, anything. No. So a kid, if I had a fucking child right if i saw it trying to stick a fork in a plug socket or like you know doing something with a live plug socket i'd maybe tell it once not to do that and then if five minutes later it came back and did it again i'd just let it i would let it and then i'd be like well that's why i told you not to you learn now yeah exactly and if they die it's their own fault exactly i'll teach the kid a lesson and i don't have to pay for it anymore and depending on the voltage dinner's ready <laughs> Oh my fucking god, Phil! <laughs> but yeah, you're right, sorry to say. <laughs> we should not have a child, Phil. No, it's very true, it's true. That's why we have 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. You've given mum and dad max. Exactly. Yeah. What, what more do they need? Exactly. And really mum loves that dog more yeah, than I was going to say, if a grand dog, he's better than a grandchild anyway. She child loves anyway. that dog so much. Max is the best dog. Max is the best dog, isn't he? <laughs> he is the best. He is the best dog. He's the best child. He's the best version of a child, yeah. definitely. Yeah. No, thank yeah. you for sharing that information, because that's new to me as well, completely. Um, again, it's not something that we do in our family. We don't tend to talk like that. We just take the piss out of each other. Um, it's kind of how we work on holidays. It's our safety zone, and that's okay. But uh, yeah, but uh, no, I'm glad that you used the right flag in our conversation. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was a hint. <laughs> yeah, this is this is how subtle Matthew is, though. How am I supposed to tell that? <laughs> how am I supposed to know? <laughs> Matt, I'm not, you're, you're the one. one you're, you're the one who watches. Unless he's killed someone, I'm not interested. (laughs) (laughs) Does the red represent the blood of your victim? (laughs) No, but seriously, right, Matt, I think you... I I love you, Sarah. I love you to pieces. But... (laughs) Matt, I think you're giving your sister too much credit. This is a 29-year-old woman until until about two months ago did not know what the fuck horizontal meant. I don't think she's going to pick up on that. Sarah... (laughs) <laughs> but at the end of the day she's still got the biggest stick out of everyone and she's been really good so far today she's got all three of our names right she's she's called you Matt she's called me Phil she's called you Andy she's not got any of us confused yet yeah. the amount of times she called me Chris and I'm like and Phil yeah and I look like neither of them because they look like men and I look like a 14 year old girl which really begs the question why am I with no. I've got a big dick. You're there. No, for it. because that's what this month is about. It should be about every month, but that's besides the point. It is. That is a very good point, actually. That is a very good point. Month. But I genuinely, wholeheartedly love Pride Month. Yes. Obviously, I love every single day with the gay or with. <laughs> I don't know. That's maybe not the best wording. <laughs> is this your coming out? <laughs> Because I was genuinely curious to know this. Now, what I'm gonna—I'll tell mine, and I'll, I was wondering if you tell yours as well, Phil. Um, Matt, Ooh, if you feel comfortable, if you feel comfortable, <laughs> obviously you said when you kind of had an inkling or realised, but do you know how? Is that something you're comfortable sharing? Yeah, exactly. Uh, remember, any if there's something you're not comfortable sharing, just let us know, and we'll cut the question out entirely yeah. in editing. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's alright if you don't want it, Matt. Don't worry about it. We'll move on. Yeah. I can tell you the first time I knew I was heterosexual. Go on. At birth. <laughs> oh, you've, Which you've you've been. That's... Does it have to be in this podcast? Can it not just be like? If you wanted to just say it and not. For a young. Yeah, absolutely you can. You don't have to be, you don't have to, we don't have to put it on the podcast. 
No, I'm on about you leaving, and that's it. We do the rest of the podcast without you. Thank you. What? What was that? Apparently, you're not a member of the podcast anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to leave the room? No, not for the question. Just go. Just go. I mean... It's like whenever you make a bad pun, really. Okay, my point was, my point was, that's that's great that I knew that from birth, but this month isn't about that. It's not just about it's a celebration, but it's it's a. I think it's great that it's a celebration. Not not great that it's a celebration of struggle. What's the word? Yeah, it's it's not great because I prefer heroes. (laughs) You cunt! I fucking hate you. No, I love that it's a celebration of... Quality Street. Of course. <laughs> it's a celebration of queerness. No, it is. Also, I apologise for anyone who doesn't like the word queer. I'm aware that there are some people who yeah, don't like the use. But as a homosexual man, I am using that word as a as an umbrella term for people, all people of the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. yeah as a... As a sort of what's what's the word I'm trying to look for? A recl- reclamation of the word, which a few people use. Yes, exactly. The point I was trying to make was that it's 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 basically a recognition. That's the word. It's a recognition that the struggle that, like, I was born knowing straight away. I had no question about who I was, and my identity, my sexuality, my gender, nothing. So life is fucking easy. But it's a celebration that, like Matthew's described there, it's a struggle and it's a it's a yeah, a realization and it's, finding yourself and it's, is a difficult it's journey. It's a really difficult journey, and I think it's a really nice month recognition to. It should always be recognised again, uh, again to reiterate. It should be recognised every single day, every single moment of every day. But it's, I think, it's a great month to go. Woohoo! These people have, you know, actually been illegal to be who they want to be, and yeah. now it's illegal and it is free. Don't get me wrong; it's uh, still not a hundred percent, but uh, it's, uh, it's, especially nowadays, I feel like we need that more as well because yeah. it's like, I mean. This is coming from, and again, I want to I reiterate, this is coming from a cisgender, white, homosexual man. Mm. I know that even as a homosexual person, I do not have the level of difficulty that a lot of people have because mm. I am not a person of colour and I am not, I am cisgender. But I feel like now more than ever, it is important to recognise the people who are... Um, not cisgender, who, you know, identify as, you know, either transgender, non-binary, gender fluid, um, agender, what, whatever kind of gender identity that you have that is not cisgender. I feel like it's really important to recognise that those people are just as valid yeah, and deserve just as much love and respect mm-hmm. as as cisgender people because at the end of the day, they are who they are. They are, they are a human being mm-hmm. and they are living their truth and there is nothing wrong with whatever identity that is that you have. And I feel like it's very important that we celebrate that and, you know, respect that and almost show it off in a way. Because I, I know, and I hate it when I hear people say this, like, uh, this mainly comes from, like, right-wing people on, like, the internet and stuff. But the people who are like, oh, um, and again, this is not me saying this, I'm just using it as an example for the sort of thing that you might see online from, like, a right-wing dickhead. Where they're like, oh, I have no problem with the gays. Uh, I just don't like it when it's shoved in my face. Or like, I don't like it while it's so loud about it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but we have had... And this is just, like, gay people. Never mind the amount of struggle that transgender people go th- like went through and still go through, more so than, than homosexual people do now, or bisexual, or whatever it is that you identify as. The people are like, oh, I, I have no problem with, in, insert 
um, non-cis mm. hetero identity here. I have no problem with this. I just don't like when it's shoved in my face. I'm sorry, but we've had decades and centuries mm. of being oppressed by cisgendered heterosexual people. Mm. And especially during Pride Month, it's a time for people of who are not cisgender, who are not heterosexual, mm. to be proud of who they are. Which, you, again, you should be every day, mm. but it's really important, especially during this specific month that we get to mm. to basically be proud of who we are, to be as, as loud as you want to yeah, be. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's no, no one should take that away from you. No one has a right to take that away from you. This is why when Matthew was saying there about, uh, like, Matt, when you were saying there about, like, primary school and secondary school, it really surprised me that people were, like, bullying in your generation. Because Matthew, the, between Matthew and I, there's about seven years, isn't there, Matt? Uh, he's seven years younger than me so for my generation not that it was okay but for my generation it was more accepted if that makes sense that you know um, saying certain things doing certain things making certain references were acceptable whereas in Matthew's generation your generation Andy because Matthew's like a year two a year two younger than than it's it's your generation that has that is more vocal about it that is um, pushing for acceptance and pushing for equality so it really surprises me that when Matthew was talking about bullying there, Matt, it surprises me that you guys, you got, you experienced that. I'm sorry you experienced it, for starters. It was weird as well because um, I tried to be that person's friend because uh, mm. I could see that, that they were pretty much on their own. Uh, mm. This particular person, they were pretty much on their own. Um, but because the school specifically... Like, as in, the kids had um, instilled something in them. Um, he pushed me away as well. Oh um, dear! As a defence. Yeah. So, so not only was it was it obviously um, horrible for him mm. um, in way that the school was actively pushing him out, but also he was oh. pushing people out yeah. himself because mm. um, I've, I'm assuming shame. Mm. What do you know where that person is now? Do you no. know? No. Oh well, that's a shame, isn't it? How was? To, oh, sorry, to place in the mood a little bit. Yes. Uh, it, in primary school for me, mm. um, there was like year six in particular was a sort of knowing of gays and being gay was wrong and mm. years and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. A lot yeah. of uh, the, the typical playground. Picking on people like, yeah. oh, you're yeah. gay. Oh, you yeah. dropped your gay card. Oh, oh, do you remember that yeah, one? I remember that. No, I you still drop it every other day. Hey. Oh, and then I'm behind you as you pick it up. <laughs> oh, right. It's amazing, looking back on it now, how many people that I associate with. There must have been something in the water that my class Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. At least 50% of my class. Okay. Oh wow! Excellent. So, my best friend, who I maybe first discovered I was on the, the, the not quite heterosexual scale. <laughs> um, my best friend at the time, raging homosexual. Okay. Uh, many of my other friends at the time, raging homosexuals or lesbians or my bi. favourite type of homosexuals. Um, Raging. There was just something in the water in some that yeah? just turned the kids gay. Oh. <laughs> That's good though, because clearly you had kindred spirits in school, so maybe that's why you have a good experience if you don't mind me asking. Yeah. 
I suppose um, wasn't really all that. Yeah. I suppose everyone just kind of assumed anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, I, because no. I was always just a little bit. <laughs> a bit of a llama. I don't know what that translates to. You're a very intelligent man, Phil. No, I'm Your not. comprehension of the English language, however. I've studied English right up to a university level. You can tell. And you really can. I don't have the fucking grasp of the language like a six year old. Um, but. Because I, I feel as though you're pivoting towards this anyway, Andy. But oh. when I came out properly, mm. there was a few friends at secondary school uh, who knew like before. He just sent them a sex video. <laughs> Does this answer your questions? Does this dangle to your leg? <laughs> Does the angle please you? Um, no. Oh, no. No. Um... He just st- he just stuck it in a river, and when a rainbow trout caught it, it was like, "Well, it must be gay. It's rainbow." Is that is that how being gay works? <laughs> you stick your dick in. What river did you stick yours in? <laughs> no. The wind. Yes, you were. Yes, we were. First, yeah, first year of uni, I was. Fishing and <laughs> then it just all came out. Uh-huh. Um, well, first year in uni, we were having, and you'll appreciate this, yes. we were having a drinking contest. Excellent. In, what would make you think I would appreciate that? The fact that you're a raging alcoholic. True. appreciate it more is my mother because her blood is 90% alcohol. Yes, I hate when blood gets in my alcohol stream. Hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, but, and this is probably the. Your capillaries are just a distillery at this point. The, the most British thing that I can think of in ways of me coming out. Of course it happened in a Wetherspoons. <laughs> <laughs> he walked in, saw the carpet and was like, oh darling, that is marvellous. <laughs> I don't think anyone would say that. That's the, the, that's the most here. laddish place. <laughs> 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 Philly, because okay. Philip English Phil E. Oh, okay. Uh, and he, I had the... All these memories are coming back to you. It's a joy. Yeah, it's, a joy no, to it's, say. It's, it's great. I, I just had the flashbacks, because when I first moved oh, in, oh. pretty much, uh, when I first moved in to... Those uh, of you, obviously you guys can't see, but it was literally like a That's a Raven moment, where he just <laughs> looks and like he saw the vortex swirl. I'm, I'm trying to get that. <laughs> uh, but when I first moved into student halls, so it was like 11 of us mm. on this one floor. It was like a five-story block of flats right in the middle of the city centre, um, opposite the tram tracks, okay. which wasn't annoying at all in the morning. Yeah, I bet. Uh, but, you know, getting back on topic, um, there was this uh, sheet of A4 in, like, the communal kitchen area right? Uh, where everyone had written their name and which room they were in. Yeah. And... I went there and I just saw gay Phil <laughs> written on it. I was like, how do they know? <laughs> I haven't spoken to any of these bastards yet. How do they know? <laughs> and I just had one little panel. I was like, I can't let my mum see this. <laughs> she was fucking 
Dead, dead, leave it. I'll sort out this room. You just put all the shit in the bedroom and fuck off. <laughs> and it turned out that was just the nickname for the other film, who is totally straight. <laughs> I don't, to this day, I don't understand why he was called Gay Phil, but that was it. Um, but we were having drinks. We were having drinks. We were having drinks. The there sports. we go. The yeah. Ah, oh, lovely. I'll tell you what else should come out. Big jug of woo woo. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, we were. Uh, sort of racing uh, so we'd gotten around him yeah. and then we downed it yeah. and then it was somebody else's turn to get around him right. and we downed that and we'll yeah. see who could finish the drinks quickest okay. um, I was at five seconds pint gone yes so you're very because quick. I've been trained by my one well Phil <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't too far behind and Claire and I should get about halfway down hers and it was like two minutes later just like no it's too busy <laughs> okay like, oh bless you yeah um, well, <laughs> by the time we got to like the third round, I was a little bit tipsy. Okay. I said, I'm gay. Aww. And they were very accepting. Yeah. And then it was fast forward about, yeah, two years. I was moving into a, a different place down Eki Road. The place yeah. where you met me. Uh, I met you. Where you oh, met where, where you so, lived when we first got together. So, like, from a final year of uni. And my mum decided, because she was helping me move, my mum and uh, stepdad came down helping me move stuff around, mm. and we went to a Weatherspoon! <laughs> I'm not safe in Weatherspoons! <laughs> well, we went to Weatherspoons, we had a, a meal, and the, the drinks were flowing, and my mum just turned me and said, do you have someone? Ah, uh, she, she knew. Or a boyfriend. Aww. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> this was before we were together, though. Because your yeah. mum knew before we got together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you don't know. How, how did you answer I, I, that? I slowly turned to her. He just, he just pulled his trousers down, showed the rainbow trout on his dick, and went, does this answer your question? <laughs> Have you won for fish? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then I just turned to her, trying to help my best poker face, but was just, like, breaking. <laughs> Your son's saying something important, you bastard! <laughs> I can, the funny thing is, I, is I, so I see your mum so much, I can perfectly hear that. And my dad, who was watching the Newcastle game at the time, just looks up for a moment and goes, Happy for your son. And then turns to the I don't think he even knew what was going on. That is so fucking. I will say, as like, your mum oh is such so a champion much. for like LGBT oh. stuff. It's so lovely. Got a bit emotional. <laughs> you need to put your milk in there. Oh, that's oh. so sweet. See, the thing with our with Matthew's and I's mother. Oh, you know of my mother. You've heard of Christine's Chronicles. I've met your mother. <laughs> so the thing with our mother is, again, she's very accepting. She would do that. The thing is with mum, she would go to the next level. Smother. Okay. Well. Um, no, she would, I think given the chance, she would buy all the merchandise. So this is why you, you can't lead mom on, because she'd have a jumper in the, in the wrong colours, you see. Is, is this why 
Sheffield. <laughs> I do, Matt. I was. I have full respect for you in the way that the way you came out was. Right, I'm gonna live in Leeds with my boyfriend. Bye. <laughs> I just left. <laughs> what? Installed a flagpole on top of the house, flew every single LGBTQ flag. She'd have jumpers made. She'd be going to work saying, "My son's gay." I was say it. So- she she just would go whole fucking hot. Announcing you know? every hour on the hour son's over gay. a tannoy Absolutely. on the street. Yeah, she <laughs> would. She would though, wouldn't she, Matt? But it's just because she loves you. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why the. Um... The theme of do it and then run away um, came about. <laughs> what you I, do I can respect you, that. You buy, you, you buy a puppy and you don't tell anyone or ask anyone and then you've got a puppy so you can't do all about it and then yeah. exactly the same. So yeah. you, get your, you get your son a boyfriend, you move out and you get a house together and then 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 you tell yeah. your family that... Yeah. Um, that you are going to look at houses with your boyfriend. Yeah, um, I will say, thanks, thanks, genuinely, thanks for that must take some absolute bollocks because I would not have the courage to do that. Well, it was it was a whole thing. You know that it's serious when the uh, TV gets paused. The TV got paused. There was just this awkward silence for about 10 minutes and then my mum turned around and said, so what's his job? She'll <laughs> <laughs> right, as long right. as he's earning money. This is right. Our mother again. Love, love our mother to bits. She loves us a little tiny bits. But you know how I'm kind of psychopathic when it comes to finding out information about people. I've noticed. Mum, right? Matt sent mum a, uh, a picture of the front of the house. Oh, did you? And one of the houses you were looking at. Do you remember <laughs> that one? Right? She he sent just a picture, not a link. Not, uh, didn't even include the website address. It just had a picture of the front of the house, right? Mum's next reply was, I don't like the size of the bathroom. How scary. <laughs> she had managed to reverse engineer the fucking picture onto Google, locate the house, find the listing, and look around the house. She I'm not going to lie, though. This is, this is coming know, from a yeah. woman who went to the police and said, just so you know, here's my old army knife collection. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> an expert. So I think we were talking about uh, mum handing in a knife collection. Did you know she had a knife collection? I didn't know she had a knife collection. No, nor did I. <laughs> so she goes, oh yeah, I took my knife collection in. I'm going, care? <laughs> knife collection? She says, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Andy and I were having a laugh at that. And then we says, well, what other weapons could she have in the house that she's hidden? 
And we got, how did we get onto like... I think I just turned around and said, what if your door handles are actually rifles or something? Yeah, well, then all the door handles in the house are actually like AK-47. And then it really t- it really got me when, I think, it, I can't remember if it was me or you, but one of us made the joke of your mum's just doing chores and going, yeah, I just did the parts over the floor, reloaded the door handles, and that's what, got, that's what like elevated it. Yeah, mum does, she does love... To the extreme, and it and it's all, it all comes from love, doesn't it? It just yeah. it, for Matthew, who um, isn't as nuts as I am, and is a little bit more introverted than I am. Healthy liver. It, no, just mentally more healthy than I am. Um, <laughs> not saying he has a healthier liver, probably. No, he does have a healthier liver. This is very true. Um, <laughs> mine's not well preserved. <laughs> it's pickled. It's pickled. <laughs> but no, uh, she just. She would, um, yeah, I think if you'd have come out to a, like, um, fielded in public, she'd, she would have perhaps reacted the same way, but, like, told everyone in the pub, this is my son, he's gay, look at him! Unfortunately, I'm really glad that I said to my mum I had a boyfriend. Yeah. Because I perished the thought of going, ooh, what do you think of him? What do you think? Don't you try and set me up with someone in a fucking weather suit. I love you, I love you. I love that there are parents out there through all that we're talking to people that are probably I mean yourself and you've had your own struggles with your parents as well but I mean when we're probably speaking to people that have had horrible issues with their parents and being accepted with their families and I love to hear these stories of families just going and I will say <laughs> you know, well just <laughs> just because the attention's not been on me for that long you know yeah you know per, you know uh, privacy purposes yeah. uh for the sake of the story we'll call her susan because everyone is susan <laughs> so susan was on work placement at our school oh, she okay. was you know in year 10 when you do work placement yeah, she was doing hers at our school right. and we got on really well we like clicked instantly because for yeah. some reason when it comes to most women i just click really well with them as you can attest to um, uh, on behalf of all women. Considering that most of my closest friends are women, I just seem to get on really well with women. So we clicked really well. 
And she, I, I think at this time I was out in school, I think, but I think I was out as bisexual because, again, I thought I was at the time. Yeah. And, or if I did, I, I might have been doing the horrible thing and I so regret doing this now. I might have been doing that horrible thing where I now knew I was gay. I know originally I thought okay. I was bi, but I, I knew I was gay, but I didn't want to fully admit, so I was still out as bi. And I feel so sorry for that because it completely demeans the existence of actually being bisexual it's your journey, though, isn't it? it's it is my journey but i still want to clarify for anyone listening that i do regret that because yeah. it does diminish the experience of people who are actually bisexual mm. and considering that quite again i'm not going to name any names but considering that quite a lot of my friendship group over the years have come out as bisexual mm. i just want to clarify that bisexual people are valid mm. and just because a bisexual woman is dating a man it does not make her any less bisexual yeah. just because a bisexual man is dating a woman doesn't make him any less bisexual so stop with that bullshit the internet because <laughs> that does happen yeah. but anyway um she said that she wanted to set me up on a date with one of her friends who again i remember his name I'm not going to say it. So for the sake of the story, let's call him Keith. He wasn't right. called Keith because I want who I the fuck that. dates a Keith. But he was called... We're going to say that he was called Keith. Okay. She set me up with a date with Keith okay. on the weekend, so like the upcoming Saturday. And we went out. It was me, Keith, mm-hmm. Susan. Okay. Saying these wrong names is making me laugh. And then I think maybe two more of their friends. I don't know. But the whole point was that I was meant to go on a date with Keith. And Keith spent pretty much the entire day sat on his phone not paying attention. Um, so I was a little bit bummed afterwards. Yeah. Not, not in a good way. I mean, I'm the top, so you know. <laughs> but the point is, I was very emotionally down after the date. Yeah. And Elizabeth, one of my best friends who has been on the podcast, bless yes. her, I was talking to Elizabeth. <laughs> I, that's what I always call her that. Yeah. I was talking to her after the date because she wanted to know how it went, and I explained that why it had gone bad. And bless her, she was like, okay, I know you're feeling like shit. Come round to mine. This is like 10 o'clock at night. She's like, come round to mine. My parents are out. They won't give a shit. Come over. We'll watch watch something stupid on the TV. We'll have, I can't remember how old we were. No, I don't think we had any alcohol. I think we were just very hyper. Yeah. But we went round to hers. I remember we watched The Lion King. And this is where we birthed the meme about Rafiki being able to control the weather. And that he formed a lightning... The reason Scar has a sky is because Rafiki created a lightning bolt that imbued him with electric powers. Okay. This was the night that that meme was spawned. Okay. But anyway, the point is, we had a great night. Yeah. I came home at maybe 2, 3 in the morning. Yeah. Now, very much, I would have been... How old at this point? Maybe 16? Maybe... Yeah. Yeah, I think I was about 16. Um, so it was quite late to come home. But it yeah. was it was a Saturday. Yeah. But I came home from Lizzie's. And just to clarify, she lived very close to my parents. So it wasn't like a dangerous walk. It was like a five-minute walk. It, didn't, it wasn't like anything perilous. Well, I don't know. I've seen I, where you live. I walked, so I walked back to... Uh, oh, yeah, we did have to go through the patios. Um, I walked back home. Mm. Went straight to bed when I got in. Now, I had told mum and dad I'm going out to Lizzie's. Mm. I woke up the next morning to my phone, because I, I sometimes like to fall asleep with music on, because yeah. it helps me sleep. Yeah. I woke up to my phone being taken out of my hand by my mother and taken it to their per- to their room, my mum and dad's room. And I followed them, because I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I saw them on my phone going through my messages, and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And they went, where were you last night? I said, I was at Lizzie's, and they were like, oh, are you sure? They thought I'd gone and hooked up with someone. I was oh, 16, and I was like, no, I was at Lizzie's. You can check the messages. Yeah. So they did, and they were like, oh, you were at Lizzie's. I was yeah. like, yeah, I fucking told you I was. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, why were, why were you at Lizzie's at, at, at such a time? Yeah. And I explained I'd been on a date, mm-hmm. and it went badly, and Lizzie wanted to comfort me. Uh, and they said, 
oh, well, who was it? Was it with a guy or a girl? Okay. Because uh, at this point I was out to them as bi. And I went, it was with a guy, and just so you know, I'm gay. And I just told them outright. I just told them. And then I went back to my room with my phone because I was like, I'm not dealing with this shit. Yeah, basically. I was like, I'm not dealing with this shit. So I didn't really get a proper coming out in the sense of sit down and talk to them. It was more out of anger more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but um, a couple of years later, you might remember this because it, it involves you. I got into trouble with my parents because my phone bill was oh. huge. I like massively went over my phone bill. Oh, but the reason was because we'd just gotten together okay. and I was calling him yeah. every time I walked to and to and back from work. Because right. I used to work at a pool that was yes. about a 45 minute right. walk away. Yeah, when I was lifeguarding. So I used to call him on the way there and call him on the way back. And mm. um, because you know, young love is blind and you're stupid and you don't think yeah, of stuff like that. I went, like, massively over on my phone bill by, like, like, at least 100 quid, if not a bit more, just from calling Phil. Yeah. And they were like, who's this number you've been calling? Because I had a bad habit of, like, hiding stuff from them because I didn't know how comfortable they were with stuff. So they're like, who's this number? We're going to have to investigate and see who it is. And I just went, right, I'll just tell you, all right, it's my boyfriend. Yeah. Like, you know, I've, I've been seeing someone for about a month now. Yeah. And they're like, oh, do we get to meet him? And I was like, do you want to? They're like, yeah, we do. Aww. So we, he came over the next weekend. I was fucking terrified. <laughs> because I tried to do a little bit of research on his family. Uh, it's not anymore. Uh, I think your, da- your dad's profile picture is Mr. Blobby now. I think it is, yeah. Um, but at the time, it was a picture of him sat on the sofa with this massive Rottweiler oh, spread across dear. it. Oh, Right, okay. And what the fuck am I getting into? If they don't like me, I'm not leaving that house alive. Just want to clarify, the dogs will see me and will think, that's a fucking big bone, I'm having that. Just going to clarify, the dog was called Rocky and it was fucking adorable. He was the yeah. biggest, softest teddy bear. Yes, he really yeah. was. But anyway, um, so he, he came and met my parents and my mum at the time was at, insert name of other close friends' parents here. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this before. But they, she was at their house because my both our families were close. Mm. So she was around at their house, and their house was closer to the train station than my parents were. Mm. So we decided to go to their house to meet my mum, and then we'd go up to my parents' house together. Are you following any of this? Because I was there, and I'm confused. <laughs> but, so, I walk through the garden gate and yeah. say, we're here, yeah. and then my mum comes out, gives me a hug. Bring my, my mother... Love her to bits. She's only like five foot one, yeah. maybe five two at a push. She's very short. She, I'm going to stand up just to give you an idea of what happened here. Phil is a very tall man, if you didn't already know. So she gives me a hug, turns to say to see Phil. They already knew his name. She went, "Hi, Phil." <laughs> Literally, she started at like his like belly and then looked straight up because of the height difference. It was like, oh. Hello, Phil! Because she was so much taller, and it's very funny. Oh, no. uh, my parents love you. Yeah, they love you to bits. I feel like that if I, whenever we see your mum, I usually just pick her up to hook her. Oh, that's Because my mum is so tiny. Yeah, I mean, how long have you seen each other now? Uh, Me and Phil? Eight years? Uh, just over seven. Don't you dare! Round up. Yeah, round up, no! <laughs> It was seven years in my Don't wish my life away like that. But, um, if you don't mind me asking, Matt, how long have you and Brad been seeing each other? I was wondering this, yeah. Uh, we met at the end of August. 2020. And officially, yeah. yeah. And officially uh, since October. Oh, right, okay, so not a year yet. COVID day, naughty, naughty. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm taking the best. I don't know what you mean. 
<laughs> no, to be fair, that was around the time when the restrictions were eased up. So. Yeah, no, I, it's just it's interesting because I think has Brad met Mum once? I think Mum and Dad once. Um, as far as I we know, Mum's probably uh... <laughs> your Mum's in a bush, with an, but like you know, like a bush disguise, so she can walk in it. And then Brad's just like, I'm sure that bush was there two minutes ago. <laughs> See, you, you joke, but uh... we laugh, but it's alive. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So give it time; they might get to that point. Um. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap up, I just wanted to, because I think this is kind of a funny thing that happened during, when I was in school. So again, I, I'm closer to Matt's age than I am you. Yeah, yeah. Because you're 20, if I'm allowed to say this, you're 21, aren't you? 22. You're 22 now. Okay, I'll be 25 in two weeks. So. Oh, okay. Why well, I, I was there's like only like three, I just learned something new about both of you. There's like three. <laughs> Like just under, just under three years between us, so we're kind of at the same generation. And when I was growing up, I was bullied a lot because of the fact that I was one of the only boys, if not at some points, the only boy who did performing arts in school. And apparently, if you're a boy that does any form of thing that involves stage, it's oh, you must be gay. Yes. And I like to be like, no, no, I'm not. I completely was. I was an absolute raging bender. But the point is, when this this was funny. When I first came out in school, all the people who bullied me were like, wait, are you actually? Because yeah. I think they thought they were just bullying me because I did I yeah. did performing arts. They didn't yeah. actually think I was. Oh. So then when I came out, they were like, wait, are you? Yeah. And then all of my friends who had stood by me and said, no, no, we straight were like, yeah, we fucking knew. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a really weird sort of twist of fate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of nice that they stopped. It's, it's shit that they did to start with and use it as a bully game. Um, but... It's good that they stopped uh, after, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it's shit that they did to start with, but at least they did stop, which is still not good. But you know what I mean? You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. I get what you mean, yeah. The point is, though, it is Pride Month. Yay! Celebrate who you are, no matter what your sexual orientation, no matter what Absolutely. your gender identity, no matter what you identify as in, you know, in a gender or sexuality way. I know I'm just repeating myself for the sake of it, but I'm trying to really ram the point home. <laughs> Be proud of who you are, Absolutely. and you are valid. It's true. I think I've definitely learned a lot from the last couple of days. I mean, just I mean, just from Matthew in general. I think as soon as uh, when you uh, at the time said that you were bi, I was like, oh my god, what? You know, I know it, knew that there was lots of flags. So I was like, oh, what's that flag? Obviously sent that to mum. Obviously. <laughs> um, um, but uh, I learned a lot, and I've definitely and for this podcast, I, I did a lot of research, and I asked friends and. Um, and just knowing you two as well is definitely... Um... Oh, I don't see how this could have helped. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's educating yourself, isn't it? And I think you, if you, um, whether, you know, whether like myself, again, I've not been through any problems with their sexuality, gender or whatever. Um, if you have friends or relatives that are, you, you, you should really educate yourself. You should find out. Like, um, I was going, looking for stuff and things to talk about on the podcast the other day. And I was looking at um, some charities and organisations, and there's something that didn't never occur to me, which was um, about sexual health for the LGBTQ plus society. It never even occurred to me, and it's kind of shit that it never even occurred to me because it's something that you've got to deal with at some point because the anatomy and everything's different, isn't it? So it makes sense. And then um, I was thinking, what was this? What was this uh, charity called now? I can't remember. House of Rainbow. 
Sounds magical. Isn't that lovely? And it literally is just an organisation where you you can uh, donate to them and they do counselling for the LGBTQ plus and um, black LGBTQ plus uh, community. Uh, and they do counselling, they do sexual health workshops, they do, they do like, um, kind of like the LGBTQ plus version of um, TED Talks and all that sort of thing. Um, but it was it was really interesting and it really opened my mind up a little bit and it was interesting to read about it. Nice. It's, I feel like I'm a bit educated. I don't know if I'm ever going to get my head around all the different flags um, because my memory is shit. But, don't, don't, um, don't, don't worry, we, we don't, you struggle with nouns. <laughs> so. And yet she remembers the recipes to all of those cocktails. Oh, yeah. That is a, that is but a that's important point. because it fuels her addiction. It just fuels, <laughs> it just fuels, fuels you, yeah. It just fuels me. I'm sorry, I keep making jokes about you being addicted to alcohol. I know you're not. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, no, it's absolutely fine. Um, well, we don't know. Well, we're, going with, we're going with that, okay. Oh, we're going uh, with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> that you want to discuss uh, about your identity and you know your story about pride or yeah i think nowadays the older generation is a lot more informed um yes. than what we give them credit for i we've been joking previously about um our nan specifically being not the most pc of <laughs> the generation yeah. but um she has always um took the stance that she would love me no, no matter what. Oh, yeah. Um, and though, interesting point, Sarah, I don't know if you actually know this, but um, Grandad still hasn't gotten over the hump yet. Really? Um, he, still refers, he still refers to Brad as a mate. Oh, um, interesting. Oh, interesting. Okay. He, he would still... I mean, I guess in a like, sense. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's really, really good, mate. Really good, mate. Yeah, no, but yeah, what you were saying about Nan, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, they. He he still wants to meet him, so okay. He's obviously not going to sacrifice the relationship that he has with me. Yeah, because of some outdated um, mm. view. So. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because he could have gone the opposite way. I think sometimes, and I, and I, made, I think I made this point to you, Matt, before and you, Andy. I think it's a lot of it's about exposure and not in that way. <laughs> I think a lot of it's about exposure, and the more they're exposed to it, the more they meet people of that of the community, and they realise that they are just human beings, and it isn't just their entire identity, and they're not out to make every person, you know. Um, gay men aren't predatory. Lesbian ladies aren't predatory. You know what I mean? As long as soon as they realise that it's lesbian people, lesbian women are not doing it just for the attention of men. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's. Uh, I think you're right there, Matt. I think it's uh, the more exposure, the better to it. I think, and I and I think that's. I don't know whether you would be comfortable with that, but I think that's a good idea for Granddad to meet Brad. Because if you love him, then we will love him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be to put up with that. <laughs> there we go. Back, back. We're back at the level. That's it, there we go. We had a lovely touching moment and now, but you're a cunt. Just don't forget that. 
um, older generation or the younger generation that's driving change and progression and uh, support, do you think? Um, well, definitely the younger, because the older are living in a time when being gay was uh, illegal. Mm. Alright then. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say maybe a mixture of both. Yeah. Obviously, you see a lot of younger activists who are really pushing for change, yeah. uh, but who are accompanied by the the older generations mm. who have had to go through mm. uh, all of that and are really encouraging you know, getting things. Yeah, like th think about. All, I know this is just one group, but think about all the homosexual men in the eighties who had to deal with the AIDS oh, crisis. Yeah, bless him. That's. I think, yeah, I think one one thing that I think really needs remembering as well, by not not just the queer community, well, especially the queer community, but also everyone in general, is that we wouldn't have the rights and the change that we have today if it wasn't for Marsha P. Johnson, who was a black trans woman, mm. who is widely credited for being the one who started the Stonewall riots. Mm. And yet, in modern society black people of queer identities, especially black trans people, mm -hmm. are the ones who are more who are more heavily targeted yeah. in terms of the percentage of yeah. of like, yeah. you know, crimes against mm -hmm. them. And I think now more than ever, as a community, we really need to lift up um queer people of colour and just, you know Educate they them. matter just as much as everyone mm -hmm. else does. Yeah. And I think it's really important that we you know, I, I hate using this phrase, but shout it back from the rooftops that, you know... These people matter. Yeah, exactly. Queer people of colour matter just as much as any other person on the planet does. It, it, it matters so little. I mean, like, again, Matthew, Matthew's point was... Matters, Matthew's what do you mean, matters so little? No, uh, no, Matt's point is what I'm saying. Okay. To, uh, Matt's point on that um, Nan, as much as she's not very PC and she's not very good with like using the labels because one she's not educated on it too she's of a of an older generation mindset matt's absolutely right she still loves she still would 100 percent not love matthew any less or myself any less i mean our cousin is uh, also uh, either she's i think she's bi she um she accepted her she's gotten she doesn't matter doesn't matter any doesn't matter to her at all i just think it's a um, <laughs> But yeah, I think it's uh, education and expanding their minds, I think. Um, and I think understanding as well that while Nan has, uh, or her generation, are very bad with labels, they're very bad with being PC, it still comes from a place of love. And I think if she was just more educated and told not to say this and not to say that, do you know what I mean? It's not, I, she's I, not saying it from a place I, of I definitely agree on the basis of your Nan. Yeah, I yeah. do disagree on the fact that I think that there are still a lot of people of your nan's generation who yeah. are just... Bigots. Oh, yeah, they're just bigots. Yeah. Absolutely, yes, I agree. Which is and unfortunately, unfortunately, there are even people of our generation who are bigots. Yeah, but you, can you genuinely say, if you're on your deathbed and you've gone through life hating someone because they're doing something that's got nothing to do with you, their genitals are different to what they were born with because apparently that affects your Also, life. I was going to yeah. say, I'm not being funny. For the people out there who have an issue with transgender people... Okay. What genitals someone has is absolutely none of your this fucking is, business. You're lying in your deathbed and you've got, you know, nothing really matters at that point. Everything's gone to shit, you know. What Are you genuinely going to lay in your deathbed and go, oh, I hated all these people for no good reason. I did well in my life. You know, why Why go through life hating when it's so much easier just to go, that's, that's right, that's got nothing to do with me. 
have fun with just, that. Just you know, let people live. Let, just let, let people live their bloody lives. lives. And I don't, I don't get that nowadays, we live in 2021, we have technology to go to fucking other planets. We have technology that heals people. We are currently, every one of us are getting, well, you, you two are getting vaccinated well, tomorrow. Well, yes, yes, as of day of recording, tomorrow Phil and I are getting our first yeah. COVID vaccination, I which had, is incredible. Exactly. I had mine the other day. We have this technology to fight a plague, and yet we still have this medieval mindset that because uh, you do something I don't like, it means that you should be, like, stoned yeah. to death. We still have this medieval yeah. mindset that only, only, only women can wear dresses mm. or, like, oh, you know, only men can do manual labour or stuff like It's like, come on, we're in the 21st fucking century. Men and women are equal. Like, I don't... And, and, every, and every other gender, exactly. You, gender isn't a binary structure. Gender is... That's the point. It just... Yeah, the point is, people are valid no matter what they identify as. And before we do wrap up, I just wanted to finish this with just a silly little thing. Uh, did you see, I know you don't really use TikTok, but did you see a couple of months ago there was like a viral trend of, let's face it, bigots, mm. um, creating a new sexuality, which was super straight. Wow, no, I did not. Yeah, it basically means that you are, um, yeah, it, it is very, very bigoted. Okay, right. It's basically a way for people to be transphobic oh, um, right, nice. by basically saying that, no, I'm attracted to women, but only biological women yeah, in yeah, the yeah. sense you know and i don't know if i'm wording that correctly if i am i'm very sorry i don't mean it to to offend anyone i'm just not really sure how to word it but the point is they were being very bigoted right, okay. um which is horrendous mm-hmm. and thankfully the internet kind of did you know rip the shit out of them yeah. but to put a light and note to end everything off on the flag that they came up with Yeah, the flag that they made to identify as super straight is the same colours as the Grindr logo. (laughs) And if that isn't poetic justice, I don't know what the fuck is. I love that. A bunch of bigots banded together to try and make themselves a sexuality and they made it the gayest thing possible. See, I I thought you were going to be on about the flag, which I will try and find an image for you, which was... uh, Two coloured triangles going diagonal across it. Okay. One half was blue, one half was pink, and it had the male and female symbols. Okay. <gasps> oh, I saw this! They yeah. had like, the, the female symbol on the blue side, the yeah. male symbol on the pink side. Like, yeah. They tried to make this straight pride flag. And it looked Using like the trans colours. <laughs> no, literally. Blue, like... pink, and white is the trans flag. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't mean this to offend you. The straights are fucking stupid. We are. <laughs> we're, we're stupid as well. But yeah. If anything, we are higher. We are higher risk of having babies as well. Yes, exactly. And that is spreading the plague of humanity. And stopping that plague is something I can really get behind. Because we all know the plague our children. Yes, exactly. So make sure you go out and get your vaccinations against pregnancy. Pending some sort of medical disaster, mm. I'm. We'll say 99.999%. Mm-hmm. Impossible for me to get pregnant. <laughs> if you do get pregnant, I'm going to be fucking oh surprised. <laughs> How would you birth it? Is it going to be like alien? <laughs> I can only hope. That would, I would love to go out like John does. There's an alien erupts from my chest. Now, Except the alien is a baby. And in true uh, podcast theme, we discuss completely nothing to do with yeah. the subject. Do you, do you have a new story for us to, to end the day, to end oh. the, this very long episode? Sorry this episode's been so long, guys, but 
It's an important thing. Uh, Matthew, you know, I don't, again, I don't think you've ever listened to any of our podcasts. Which but, is probably um, for the best. <laughs> but uh, Phil likes to end a podcast with a um, with a news article. And you have to guess the uh, the rest of the title. Word, yeah. I'm not sure what we've got prepared this week. With, with this week, I'm going to try and keep it quick, so I'm not going to go over the article or okay. anything. This is because I've sort of fallen down the rabbit hole and fallen in love with Adrian Childs. Okay. Which is and an he, interesting celebrity to fall in love with. He, he writes a column for The Guardian. Okay. And his headlines are usually things of wonder. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you just a snippet and I want to see if you can guess what comes next. Okay. So, at Easter, I had a fall. Blank. Okay. It hurt. It hurt. I, well, looking at the picture he's put on there, um, I imagine it probably would, because he, 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 he got a bit of a scrape. He was uh, on, Matt, really climbing the over some sort of style or something in a field, and he fell and it went right on his side. So, so, it, so, it, so the title is, at Easter I had a fall blank. Yeah. Okay. So he was out on a walk, yeah. uh, and the, the rest of the sentence explains what happened after his fall. Mm. Okay. Um, what do you think happened after his fall, or his thoughts of his fault, of his fault? I can't fucking do it. You know what I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Matt, me. help go me. On. Matt, you, you, go on. Is that you or the title? Title. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that um, works. It fits the question. An East Rider fall. Oh, shit. Uh, well, bugger me. Well. Wow. He's fitting with pride. That's what I mean. I said it hurts. At Easter, I had a fall. The wild garlic smelled lovely, <laughs> but I didn't want to die there. <laughs> the wild garlic smelled lovely, but I didn't want to die there. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, with that, this is the end of this extra long Pride special episode of the We Pay For Your Floor podcast. I have been Andy. I have been Phil. I have been Sarah. Matt, you have to say you've been Matthew. Uh, <laughs> and until the next episode we will see you later I shall uh, pop off back home and <laughs> I'm going to go back oh upstairs. I shall endeavour to be a very good neighbour there we go I always remember to be <laughs> you better because, because we, we pay for your floor.